You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. I am so absolutely delighted and so very thankful for all of you who care to tune to this frequency at this appointed hour. We who live in this now moment of eternity are and should be and should care to walk in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence whose presence is absolute and supreme. It is beginningless and endless. It is infinite and eternal. It is all there is, and there is nothing that is outside of it, for everything is a part of it. And I am the one to remind us and to encourage us to turn our attention to that absolute and supreme intelligence that is animating the sun, rotating and floating this earth, and holding all things in absolute order by virtue of its own presence and its intelligence and absolute law. And because we are in a frequency and vibration that is a global initiative to divide and conquer us, to distract us, to render us dysfunctional and distorted to the degree to which we are not applying ourselves to that which is purpose in existence, to the degree to which we are allowing little things, petty things, divisiveness to keep us from exalting a full life's urge, from knowing that we are here specifically for the purposes of mastering ourselves, controlling ourselves, harmonizing ourselves with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and to understand that that is purpose in our earth residency that we are in the curriculum of developing our conscious cosmic citizenship and conscious immortality. And for those of us who care to be properly realigned and reoriented as a result of being under World Conquering Rampage, then it is necessary that we meet frequently, that we are in a place where we have access to that which is consistently supporting us, reminding us of how blessed we each already are by virtue of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. And I am so grateful. I am so thankful that I have been saved so many times from tragedy and tragedy. Saved so many times by the prayers of those who prayed for me, those who loved me, those who sacrificed for me. That in this celebration of the anniversary of my birth and the love between my parents that conceived me, I am here only by virtue of my having a true care and concern to live, to honor and glorify those who have come before me, those who I've come through, those who have sacrificed and were sacrificed, those who stood, those who couldn't stand, those who came, those who wouldn't come on behalf of the whole of existence itself. And I am so grateful and so thankful for all of you who take the time to realize that we who dwell upon this planet now, we have so much available to us that there really is no reason for us to accept helplessness or hopelessness or to be steeped in degrees 
seeds of insecurity and instability because we will not do what is ours to do in focusing wholeheartedly in being realigned and reattuned to the laws that govern our being. And it is by virtue of lawful living, when we are loving, when we are literally consciously caring to be all that we are as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence. See, our career objectives could not provide us with the, the true wealth and prosperity that living on purpose provides us. Our commitments to our belief systems cannot give us the leverage that is required as a result of the forces of education and religion and the corporate entities of deities of death having taken opportunity to have a global impact and effect that is not in the best interest of anything or anybody than those of us who are getting Uh, insights and coming to a point where we see the sea of sickness, illness, and disease that we have watched our parents and grandparents and children and other ones, our neighbors and whatnot, being cut down in the streets, withering away from all of this sickness, illness, and disease, which the doctors and all of these other ones can't seem to get a grip in terms of how to cure it. They can only treat and so because we are in a now moment of eternity where, where we have the opportunity to truly ask and know that it would be given, why should you not be asking for solutions to your issues? Why would you not want a greater light to, for, with which to see and you would not be falling all around and down because you are not in the degrees of light that requires that you require in order to really be all that you are. We are here to dig deep within the depths of ourselves, to reach the heights of ourselves on behalf of the ones that we have come before. We have come through. It is our time to be in that place and space where we will get centered and we will knock and we will ask and we will flush and we will purify and we will commit and we will consecrate and we would care to do that which is ours to do in laying foundation for the exaltation of our generational wealth. We each, regardless of what hue of people we are, have greatness already in us. But it's very difficult to feel great. It's very difficult to feel confident. It's very difficult to be in your faith. It's very difficult to remember and be consistently mindful with each and every breath and every beat of your heart that you are completely immersed in nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence and that intelligence has you. And with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you are so absolutely blessed to be participating in this now moment. And as the anniversaries of our birth is coming and going and coming and going again, we should be in a place where we are doing that which is ours to do daily in exalting a full life's urge in understanding the power that we have been giving with every word and every thought that we think that we have the capacity to create a greater circumstance and situation. We have the capacity and the responsibility in this now moment to recreate ourselves based on the ideal 
of the absolute and supreme intelligence that designed us, whose purposes we are here to serve, to prepare ourselves to be able to give a greater service, to have an understanding and understanding that wherever we are, we are always held within absolute law and the fulfillment of the law is absolute love and love is that which is the harmony of the whole of existence itself. Love is that which is the truth. of our common blessedness with each and every breath and every beat of our heart, with every cell of our being, just coming to that point where we stop putting conditions on our thanksgiving and we will just be thankful and we will just be giving because we have each and every breath and have had each and every beat of our heart and to know that destiny is beckoning us destiny is calling us and destiny is really about leaving the planet everybody has to go the issue that I am consciously seeking to remind us is that while we are here we should be rejoicing in the reality that we are already in heaven. We are already upheld and, and immersed in nothing but infinite possibilities. And we dwell in the now moment of eternity already. It's nothing that's coming. It already is. And we share the blessedness of being these ones that we are. And so on behalf of our mothers, on behalf of our fathers, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, our great-grandmothers, our great-grandfathers, and all of the great-great and the great-great and the grand-grand and the not-so-great and grand that have come before them, I am Consciously reminding you of how great you already are. And that now is our time to do that, which is going to create a greater good for the whole of us. We have duty, obligation, and responsibility to the world. If the corporate entities and the corporate deities of death can position themselves to be global, then those of us who would take responsibility to be realigned and reoriented in the integrity of the truth of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence, then we should be global also. And to know that we are in a day and time where light has the right to triumph. And that the light is the only sovereignty possible over all of the darkness, all of the chaos, all of the scheming and the plotting, then the planning and the depopulation and the vaccinations and inoculations and the mandates and all of these things that have put us in a place where we have given our power away. Now we have to reclaim it, reclaim it with every fiber of your being, being completely immersed and infused by your conscious intention to lift your voice up and speak the words that I am, that I am, the I am that each of us is, is the presence of the absolute and supreme intelligence.
and that every being that has an eye that sees, sees by virtue of the eye of God. In our harmony and our peace and our poise and our prosperity and our integrity and our grace and our salvation and our deliverance and our liberation and our resurrection is con- is consistently contingent upon our being consistent in remembering the divinity and the sacredness of life itself. You will never have anything greater than who and what you already are. You can never do a greater work than becoming all that you truly are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence. You have to really care in order to get beyond all of the inhibition, all of the fear, all of the degrees of of, of being in a place where you don't feel worthy, you don't feel deserving and whatnot. By each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you are worthy and you are deserving and you are needed in this now moment. In the fullness and becoming ever more full, there is no end. There are no limits. There are no bounds to the fullness that we can truly experience as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is. And it is calling us to respond correctly and directly in our now moment unto it to be in service to be consciously caring to be cleared and cleansed so that we can truly be healed because we cannot heal without the cleansing we cannot serve truly without the healing And we cannot truly come to power without knowing and being in a place where we have light enough, wisdom enough, courage enough, love enough, integrity enough. To implement what has to be implemented in order for our children and our grandchildren to have a greater opportunity to unfold in the light of the truth of their own divinity without so much violation, without the miseducation, without the disorientation, without the subjugation and the violation and all of that which we see our children are being negatively impacted and affected by the failures of those who should be mature ones, the progenitor of lineages and the perpetuator of lineages, that we did not do what was ours to do, which was to go directly to our Creator, to get quiet, to get still, and to seek with every fiber of our being for the quality of insight for the activation of our faculties, its gifts, so that we are not trying to prove our parity and our equality with those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth. We don't have duty and obligation to work on behalf of those whose purposes do not serve life. 
We cannot be licensed, certified, and degreed to be the practitioners of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. We are not in a place and space where we can love killing ourselves and then think that you will be able to transcend the earth to move into the exalted realms and sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. You understand, we have to come to a point and place where we are sowing the seeds that are consistent with the quality of harvest that we seek to reap, that, that we care to be whole. And in order to be whole, in order to be healed, we have to do that which is ours to do to facilitate it. So many people want to go to people and have them put a hand on them and be healed by virtue of that hand. Some other ones want people to be able to go into their bodies and pull the tumors out, which are the collections of toxins that have come from all of the chemicals and all of the tobacco and all of the, all of the, the poisons that they have been consuming over time. We want somebody to just wipe away our transgressions and the consequences of the seeds that we have been sowing. And it is delusional to think that there are those who have applied themselves and are that powerful to do for you what you have not been doing for yourself. But you are in a now moment where you can choose life. You can choose to do the clearing, the cleansing. You have access to all of the resources you need because you are in a direct line of light with your angels, guides, and guardians, you just have to clear it, clear the blockage and obstruction, be in a point in place where you're acknowledging it, where you're exalting a full life's urge. You do nothing to undermine yourself or yourselves. You are realizing that the intelligence of existence the presence of the absolute is all there is as existence itself. And there is nothing that can work against you when you have wisdom enough to do nothing to undermine yourself. It is our time to rise. It is our time to care. It is our time to live. It is our time to thrive. It is our time to prosper. But we cannot do it if we don't care to be realigned and corrected by virtue of our love of that which beats our hearts. Thou shalt love our mother, father, creator, God, the Lord, which is the law with our whole beings, with our whole might. To be in a place and space where you stop acting as if it's not yours to do. It is yours to do on behalf of those who did for you. And with each and every breath that I take and every beat of my heart and every step that I make, I am consciously caring to be able to inspire, to uplift, to give you a little bit more of what it is that you require to feel the degree of care and love to stand on behalf of life itself, to stop acquiescing, to not be trying to put your power into that which has already been condemned. You get what you ask for and the wisdom starts when you care to ask for the fullness of yourself, the integrity of yourself, 
the light and wisdom and truth of yourself, the one self, the true self, the eye that truly sees that absolute and supreme intelligence that is animating you, that is beating your heart for our coming to that point and place where we realize how the laws are working and the fact that we are in flotation and rotation as a sphere that is 80% water to understand that water is the medium of intelligence that gives birth to things. And we're in a now moment where we have to truly hydrate and oxygenate ourselves and ourselves so that ourselves are able to be really infused with the declarations, the affirmations, the feelings of gratitude and thanksgiving as if we'd already received it. Life is absolutely divine. The intelligence of of existence does not error. None of us are here by happenstance. We all have talents, skills, and abilities that are complementary, but it is not for someone's to feel that they do not have responsibility and obligation to exalt a full life surge. It is not for those ones to feel as though you can just sing and dance and entertain, but you don't have the responsibility to seek the truth and be in the light so that your songs and your dance take on a whole nother degree of effectiveness in the capacity to heal. For duty and obligation as, res- as responsible, maturing people is to be vehicles and vessels of the light of the absolute, the love of the absolute, the truth of the absolute, the peace and poise and power of the absolute, regardless of what echelon of society you are in, whether you are one who deals with the education or you are one who wants to be a part of the healing forces or if you are the one who wants to deal with the financing and the business, it doesn't matter. There is no career objective, no occupation, no preoccupation. There is no one who will not benefit from being in the light of the truth of your absolute and supreme intelligence. There is no one who would not benefit. And we have to come to a point in place where we realize that there is no white supremacy and racism isn't just racism. It's insecurity and fear personified. Those who would plot an agenda to cripple, violate, castrate, anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate, undermine, usurp, bastardize, that these ones are sick people. Because healthy people, well people do not create sickness, illness, disease, and death. Healthy people do not look to militarism and war and and enslavement as the path of their prosperity. Healthy people are healthy because they have 
an inclination towards doing that which promotes wholeness at the cellular level and throughout every other aspect of their lives. It is time for us to be restored. It is time for us to be in a place where we are uncompromising. We will not do that which need not be done. We will no longer support those entities that are killing our children. We will no longer work on behalf of the corporate entities and deities of death. We are now in a time that requires us to rise. We are now in a time that requires us to care, to live and give our greatest gifts, to be the gifts, to be the solution, to be the answer, to tap into that which is our divinity on behalf of those who have come before us. There is no greater work and the need is now. We are in crisis. It is a state of emergency that requires us to respond with a sense of urgency and you do it on a daily basis. By taking the time. To see yourself. Completely cleared and cleansed. Purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, saved and delivered from the ditches and valleys of degradation, the delusions and the illusions and the propaganda and the programming of sickness, illness, disease and death, you are are already this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is our truth. And love is the harmony of the truth. And peace is accomplished love. It's not rocket science, but it is art and it is science. And it is divinity. And it is sacredness. And we are always in sacred space. The issue is, if you were really conscious and conscientious of dwelling in the presence of that which you refer to as God, if you were really mindful of being present in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and exalted beings, would your day-to-day actions be the same as you're trying to act as, as if You are not in sacred space. You are not already in heaven. You are not in the presence of gods and goddesses and lords and saints and saviors. You are not, but you are. We are these points of absolute and supreme intelligence, and it is our turn to be completely corrected, realigned, reattuned, so that we are doing that which is ours to do in laying foundation for the kingdoms and queendoms of light by the clearing and cleansing and purification of our body temples so that the spirit and the essence of the true and living God and goddess the love of God, the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, the power of God, the majesty of God, the divinity of God has been completely re-enthroned as our absolute reality. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection.
You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and I thank you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, we welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed hour, I am so grateful for you. And for those of you who support WRFG with your financial donations and understand that you you don't really prosper when you think that you can get something for nothing because we're always in a give and take. And that's just the order of life itself. We're having to inhale and exhale. And the trees and the plants, everything benefits from what we are exhaling and we have the benefit to take in what they're giving off. So it's always a give and take. We have absolute life. We have life to teach us how to be and we should be as it is. Consistently growing, consistently moving, consistently reaching, consistently unfolding, ever expanding. We are in a now moment of eternity that requires us to really care to be all that we are in life and to know that life is our greatest gift. We'll never have anything greater. And I am so grateful and so thankful on behalf of the lineages that I represent to be celebrating my solar return on this day and to give thanks for my parents and that which they came together in bringing me forward. And I consciously care to live, to honor and be a glory unto them. I consciously care to live the quality of life and the substance of life that is beneficial to all of those that have the opportunity to hear me and to know me. And for those who would never know me, but will be benefited by you, because you were touched in a way. And I am so grateful and so thankful for all of us who are sharing this now moment of eternity because we are so absolutely gifted and so blessed to be sharing this now moment because we have so much duty, obligation, and responsibility to respond to, to create heaven on earth, to know that the earth is already in heaven. And the intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it has created absolutely all of us, everything, and it's wise enough to always do what's in its own best interest. Now is our turn to be so wise, to be so caring, to be so diligent, to be so consistent as our breath and our heartbeat in loving and lifting and caring, to be uplifting, enriching, enhancing. Because when it comes time to leave, and that time is rapidly approaching for everybody, that we've come to the earth, not just to live and die, but we've come to the earth to have the experience of being immersed in all the realms all at one time. Because when we leave the earth, we'll, we'll no longer be in the realm of materiality. But right now we're in the realm of, of materiality, corporeality. We have the ability to create, to manifest, to focus on a thing and see it and facilitate bringing all of the component parts together so that it can be manifested. Living upon the planet is our opportunity to 
really learn how to create as co-creators with life. And it would have been such a wonderful thing had we learned how to create and we were properly oriented from the beginning of our lives. And because we didn't get that program, we didn't get that kind of cultivation, we didn't get that proper orientation. And there are consequences to what we were given in our miseducation, in the lies that we were given in terms of the four food groups and what we should be eating. And now we are paying the price. Our children are paying the price. Our grandchildren are paying the price of the illogic and the nonsense and the propaganda and the commercialism. And we, in this now moment, have opportunity to write it all, to do the damage control so that we have the opportunity to really experience the healing, the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, so that we can be whole. But there are so many ones who feel entitled to be dying that we have to realize that some people you just cannot help. You just won't be able to help them because they are not in a proper mindset to take responsibility to help themselves. And we have each been given so much faculty to really care. You understand to see that if you're going the wrong way and you see that you're going the wrong way, you will stop and either get directions, get instructions, turn around. You understand? But there are certain ones who are going the wrong way, and it's like they don't care that they're going the wrong way. And these are people that we know, we love, we are meeting every day. And I'm just saying to us is that when you really care, you have to do what's in your own best interest. You understand? You cannot really save people who really are not trying to be saviors unto themselves. And many of the questions that I get is, well, how do we impact the masses? You understand? And so in order to really impact the masses, the individuals have to be in a place where you care to be powerful to impact the masses. You understand? We could hold a collective vision of masses of people being given the vision of the light and the truth of themselves. You know, it's not beyond our capability to touch masses of people because masses of people are being touched through media and movies and music and all of that all the time. The issue is those of us who have done our inner work to be in a place where we are truly representing that which is light, that which is right, to really be the example for the right path of life. You understand, as opposed to just being controversial because we have a different perspective. But when those who care to be in light commit their talent, skills, and abilities to allowing the light to be exemplified through all medium, all media, and know that that's our collective duty, obligation, and responsibility, and none of us can really have a global impact by ourselves. And so those of you who have been listening to the kind of programming that WRFG brings so that you have a, 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 a better perspective, but also listening to this program so that you are being 
inspired and motivated to know what to do to reclaim your health and your, and your life and your wealth, which is in yourself. Because a lot of people are looking at the government, we're looking at the, econo- the economy, we're looking at money, we're looking at all of these things as if dealing with any one of these things would be sufficient, but none of them are sufficient without each individual one being properly oriented in exalting a full life's urge, in loving life with your whole body, heart, mind, and soul, in being in a place and space where it matters to us to live, to be in a place where we are no longer allowing ourselves to be employed in doing things that don't need to be done. See, the system does not work itself. The system works because people get up and go to work in its behalf. And if there was a greater thought and the right thought, the right alignment with the purposes of life, then we could make the system work towards the greater good if we who are individuals are working towards the greater good. But when we have been socialized and educated and religiously trained to feel entitled to do whatever we can do to make a dollar without being properly oriented in the purpose of being, then we have exactly what's showing up where people are careless and they really do not understand how the laws work in terms of them working every day in lawlessness and applying their time, their talent, their energies, their skills, and their abilities towards doing that, which undermines the right of other ones to have their lives, whether it's the military, whether it's the Food and Drug Administration, whether it's the United Dairy Council, uh, any aspect. You understand, you have, you have those who are raising the animals, those who are killing the animals, those who are chopping them up and, and shooting them up and making their flesh available to people and those who are packaging them and those who are distributing it. You understand, each way, there are people who are working that makes the system of disease and death and all of that so prevalent. We're in a now moment where we have to really do what's ours so that we are no longer undermined by it, but that we also are doing that which gives us leverage over it to come to a point in place where we know that as men, the progenitor of lineages, and as womb men, the perpetuator of lineages, that we're here to exalt life. We're here to stand on behalf of life, all of life. And these people have taught us that the lives of these ones are not are not as valuable. The lives of these ones, we can do whatever we'd like to do with them, that they do not have the right to their lives. We have the right to oppress them, suppress them, subjugate them, dope them up, shoot them up, cut them up, and then serve their body parts to people. And because a lot of people are not thinking about it from that perspective, they're not understanding that when we were instructed not to kill, it included the animals too. And so Africa has been devastated because Africans allowed the devastation of their creatures. And where we do not respect the sanctity and the sacredness of life itself, then we do not have the benefit and the blessedness 
of having that quality of care and attention. And these people have us where, you know, the dogs and the cats are protected. You understand? You just can't abuse the dogs and the cats because they love their dogs and their cats. You understand? But the other animals don't have much protection. And then the millions of animals that have been killed and are consistently hunted so that the cows are protected. We have to realize that at the foundation of so much of the ill is the degradation and the violation of other beings. Or what many of us refer to as speciesism, where we support the violation and we feel as though humanity and humankind have the right to undermine the, the right of other ones to have their lives, whether it's the cows or the pigs or the chickens or the turkeys or the dolphin or the sharks or the tunas or the swordfish. It doesn't even matter. Every creature is under siege. And this is creating serious imbalances in the world because people have not created a greater way of living than the laws of life. And when you see people who really do not look like they feel well, sometimes you see people who look well, but they're not well. They look like they're well, but they're not really well. And a lot of them don't feel well. And then you have those who feel pretty good, but they're not really well either. And then you have those who really look like and, and that they're not well, and you can see that they're not well. And all of this is because everything that we have been influenced by has influenced us towards illness, being out of alignment with that which promotes harmony in our being. That's illness. And so on a practical basis, just a practical everyday reality, how do we live? What do you do? on a daily basis to really honor life. To honor your life, but to honor all of life. And the more we are conscientious and thoughtful and mindful that duty, obligation, and responsibility as living beings is to exalt life. And this is what many of these ones have missed. It's not rocket science. It is more simple than most people can possibly imagine. And that all of the illness, the cancer and the diabetes, every disease has become a multi-billion dollar institution under its own name. And then they have you walking to raise money for these, for the research. And the research never comes to a point of really instituting anything that makes sense in terms of realizing that all of the disease is coming as a result of the body temple being assaulted with the decay and decomposition of carcasses and the alcohol and the tobacco and the sugar and all of these man-made things that have no business in the human body. And to be in a place where women 
who have been under this system go to the hospitals now to have their children, you know, to, to deliver their babies. And then the babies are being shot up with things that are delaying their, their mental and their cognitive development. We have to come to a point in place where we realize that we have been authorized by the intelligence of existence to be able to perpetuate our lineages without poisoning ourselves or them. And we do not have to be certified, licensed, and degreed to exalt life and to be in the integrity of who and what we are as men and women, mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers, sons and daughters, grandsons and granddaughters, that we have duty, obligation, and responsibility to exalt our lineages and to exalt life and to know what is the problem and to be able to do something about it. We do not have to consult with the murderers, the liars, the thieves, the capitalists, and whatnot to get their permission to stand in the light of the truth of who we are. The issue is, what are you afraid of? And where you don't consciously care to be empowered to make a difference in this life, then you will not ever gain it. And if you will not do what's in your own best interest to clear and cleanse yourselves from 20, 30, 40, 50 years of nitrates and nitrites and preservatives and antibiotics and hormones and artificial colors and artificial flavors and aspartame and white sugar residues and all of this stuff, then you will never be in the position to be empowered to walk in the truth of yourself. And that's what the whole energy of oppression is to put you in place where you are never able to be in your own authenticity. Because when you are literally aligned with the truth of yourself, you cannot be oppressed by somebody else. The system does not work against you. You understand there are no men that could work against you when you do nothing to undermine yourself. And for all of the ones who have lost their children to the crime and the violence in the streets, there was criminality and crime happening at home in the assault of these children's bodies with all of this garbage. And yes, if we had enough lawyers and perhaps we could do class action lawsuits and claim crimes against humanity. But the reality of it is, is that each individual one of us is still responsible and accountable to the intelligence that beats our hearts and breathes us. And that where our spirits are acknowledging that we have been wrong, that we have been out of alignment, then it is for you to exalt a full care to be realigned in the truth and the light of yourself. Because nobody can do for you what you will not do for yourself. And when you will not do that, that is required in realigning yourself, in bringing back the harmony and balance of every fiber of your being with life itself, then you are not able to truly be, uh, attractive or magnetizing yourself towards the greater, whether it's a greater marriage or greater resources or or better job or what. The bottom line is that every good thing that you could get, that you could attain and acquire, is still going to be based upon your right alignment 
and your right thought and your right action with that which is light and love and wisdom and truth. There are so many ones who have so many thoughts about what we need to do. And so many ones who are thinking that we have to do things the way that these ones have done it. We don't need a military. You understand? Because we have law. The law and our alignment with it allows us to be in the grace and the protection of it. But people are in a place where you have a greater regard for the tools of the Satanists and the Luciferians and, and, the, and the wicked ones, the devil ones, the government. You understand, those who have led the people astray, those who presented themselves as the wolves in sheep's clothing and they're leading the people to slaughter. You understand, and the people are following as if they have no real sense of who it is they're following. All the time, they're talking Jesus, but they're following the devil, the, the forces of divisiveness. So each one of us has duty, obligation, and responsibility to life itself and where we worship one part of life or one aspect of life and not the whole thing then we do not have the, the fullness of what we should have in terms of pers perspective and perception and understanding and understanding and our wholeness. We're in a now moment that requires us to be able to respond correctly and directly to being under a world-conquering rampage that is depopulation and genocide. And there's no way to really respond correctly if you are following the same principles and practices of those who are murderers and liars and thieves. We can't defend ourselves using guns and drone attacks and military and, and all of that. We, you understand this is not about arming yourselves with guns and this and that and fighting somebody back when you are a detriment to yourself. You're eating all the wrong things. You're drinking. You're, you're smoking. You're creating a condition that is literally filth within your own body temple where your spirit dwells, where you dwell in that body temple. Your body temple is your first home. That's where you live. And where you keep your car really clean. You understand you're always putting things in, in the tank to, to clean the injectors and to clean this and clean that. But you have to do even greater for your body temple in order for you to walk in the fullness of yourself. When you are being oppressed by a system of oppression, then wisdom is being in that place where you do nothing 
to oppress yourselves or you are actively involved in liberating yourselves and yourself with your activities on a daily basis. But we cannot yell offensive and guilty to these ones and those ones and then not take responsibility for what we have created within ourselves and within our families and our children in terms of the degrees of ill health and ill will and divisiveness and sickness. There is no wealth and richness or riches in a people who are dying when you are already immersed in eternity. To live a life that perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death and generate a livelihood that perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death. To invest in products that facilitate sickness, illness, disease, and death. To legislate and sign off on businesses that perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death is going to create a tremendous harvest of more sickness, illness, disease, and death. And you have a choice now as to how you will participate in your life on behalf of life, on behalf of the lineages that you represent, on behalf of your children, your grandchildren, you have a choice as to whether you will continue to be complicit and complacent with your own cellular oppression or whether you will choose life on a daily basis, exalt a full life's urge and be completely healed and made whole to be revivified, regenerated, rejuvenated, and stand on behalf of life itself. It's your time. And I'm here to help you. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Watch on 89.3 FM, WRFG, Atlanta.